is good this is bring the noise podcast with your boys straight the clipper in the house how y'all feeling i hope you're feeling good because i got some shit for y'all today no album review but today's episode is about the posse cut and i'm gonna do my top five posse cuts of all time now this is my top five Some of y'all out there are probably going to have different ones, and that's okay. You tell me what your top five is. But today I'm going to tell you what my top five is. And for those of you who don't know what a posse cut is, that's when a group of super dope MCs get on a song and rip it. And then you, everyone has their... Usually you like the song, but you always have that one verse that you're like, ah, such and such, he killed it. So I'm also, when I pick a song... I'm going to pick who had the best verse on that song. And to kind of bring it back a little bit, I'm going to keep it in the 90s. Posse cuts have been a huge thing in hip-hop, and they still are today. And I'm also going to refrain from using groups. Now, when I say groups, the Wu-Tang Clan has nine members. Pretty much every song is a posse cut, but because they're the same group and they're in a group, I'm going to exclude the Wu-Tang Clan and large groups like that. So, but I I mean, if it's two groups that get together or something like that, I'm, I'm, I'm counting that, but I'm not counting the Wu-Tang because otherwise I might have a top five filled with Wu-Tang because, well, Wu-Tang's dope. So on that note, I'm going to jump right into it, and I'm going to start it right off. Now, I'm going to start from five and go to one. This is my top five posse cuts in the house. You know what's up. So, to take it back, I'm going to start at number five. Now, my number five is kind of one that I think it's a posse cut that gets kind of forgotten about. Not necessarily forgotten, but... It gets overshadowed by a lot of other posse cuts, but I've always loved this song, and that's why it's in my top five. And the song is from a guy named Heavy D. You might have heard of him. And the song is called Don't Curse. Now, first off, let me explain why I picked this song in my top five of my posse cuts. And here's why. Because there is a fucking lineup of... I mean, this song has a lineup of some legends on this. And, I mean, first off, Heavy D himself is a legend. Don't get it twisted, right? But it's got Heavy D. It's got Cool G Rap. It's got Grand Pooba. It's got CL Smooth on it. It's got Big Daddy Kane on it. It's got Pete Rock, who also made the beat, by the way. Pete Rock kicks a verse. It's got Q-Tip from A Tribe Called Quest on it. Now, that's a packed packed team right there. There's eight verses. Heavy D does the first and the last. After Heavy D comes Cool G Rap. After Cool G Rap is Grand Pooba. 
after Pooba, CL Smooth, C after CL, you got the one and only Big Daddy Kane. After Big Daddy, you got Pete Rock. And after Pete Rock, you got Q-Tip. And then Heavy D comes in and finishes it. Now, the reason why I like this song in general, not only because of the star-studded MCs that are on it, but it's it's a funny song. It's called Don't Curse. So if anybody knows Heavy D, Heavy D was a pretty clean rapper, right? Like, didn't curse, wasn't known for cursing, but the boy could spit. Rest in peace, Heavy D. I love Heavy D. And he is a underrated MC because he's got lyrics for days. And there's a reason why Heavy D sold as m- many albums as he did. Because he was dope. He was respected by people that were into hardcore hip-hop, but then he also crossed over and was big mainstream. And I always thought that was cool, because some, only someone like Heavy D, who's a clean rapper, could get the likes of these MCs on there. And that's, a, that's another reason why I like this. So he's featuring Cool G Rap. If anyone knows Cool G Rap, he might be the dirtiest MC out in this bitch. I mean, he's grimy. And he's on a song called Don't Curse. Grand Pooba also can get pretty grimy. And he's on this song. And I just think it's funny that those two are on here. And that's why I like it. The whole the whole thing is centered around not cursing. And then you got these hearts. Some of these guys are some hardcore rappers on there. And so Heavy D starts it out by just kind of kicking a little something something pretty much saying like all right don't curse fellas sends it off to cool g rap now cool g rap here's what i like about his verse he literally starts it off by saying you telling me don't curse i did it worse first i put a curse in every verse and he proceeds to kind of kick this rhyme where there's times where all of a sudden he'll be like because i didn't give a Aw, shucks. Hey, yo, I almost forgot. Like, you know, like he's about to curse and he's like, oh, wait, I I can't because Heavy D said I can't, I can't curse. Grand Pooba, he does this pretty cool line where basically he says, coof, coof flip the other way means, well, it's fuck. <laughs> but he doesn't say it. So he flips it like that. And again, what I like about a good posse cut is when they just pass it to the next man and every verse is just fucking dope, dope, dope. And like I said, there's some heavy hitters on here. CL Smooth. I mean, he's smooth. And his verse is exactly how a CL Smooth verse usually is. Just nice, slick, you know. Also has some good wordplay in there. Um, Q-Tip is always smooth and... He does the same thing. It's just a clever song. It's a funny song. And it's a, but I mean, it's a really good song. They kick some incredible lyrics on this one. And um, yeah, that is my number five is Don't Curse from Heavy D off the album Peaceful Journey. And uh, so now that brings me to who had the best verse. Now, Pete Rock had a good verse, but it's you kind of overlook it. Heavy D's last verse, when I was thinking about who I wanted 
to have as my top verse. Heavy D was up there with his last verse. And CL Smooth was also up there. Q-Tip, you know, I mean, there Q-Tip, it was a good verse, but uh, to me it wasn't one of his best. So he didn't have the top one to me. Grand Pooba had a very witty verse, but, you know, it was a good middle of the song verse. And uh, Big Daddy Kane, of course, came with the heat. And he was also at the top. So I had a top three. I had a Cool G rap, a Big Daddy Kane, and a Heavy D. That was what I narrowed it down to eventually. And then I decided that I liked Heavy D's verse better than Big Daddy's. But in the end, Cool G rap stole this song. I mean, I don't know. His verse is just... its uh, I don't know. It, it's an awesome ass verse. Like I said, you know, starting it off with the rhyme that he kicks, like first I did it worse. I put a curse in every ver- verse and, uh, you know, just the, just him known to be a rapper that cusses a lot and, and, you know, pretty grimy and his flow and everything to me. And it's funny cause he's the second verse to go after heavy D's first. And, uh, I mean, it just sets it off. And when you get done with the song, I even showed my girlfriend and even she was like, you know, Big Daddy Kane kicked a good verse. You know, she liked Q-Tips verse. She liked Heavy D's, but she was like, I don't know. I just liked the way the second guy went. And I was like, that's Cool G Rap. That's the man himself. Um, Yeah, so on that note, I'm going to play a little clip of Cool G Rap's verse from the song don't curse from Heavy D. Posse cut number five. You're telling me don't curse, I reversed and did it worse. First, I put a curse on every verse. I kind of got outrageous. Check it even made a record how I'm doing all my B-I-T-C-H's. Ducks, it wasn't for the bucks. Every word that you heard is cause I didn't give up. Aw, shucks. And hey, yo, I almost forgot. The curse is a plot, but it's getting kind of hot. So I'ma let profanity retire. See what I'm talking about? Do you understand now? Cool G Rap killed that song. But you should definitely go and listen to that song. Like I said, I think it's a posse cut that gets pushed to the side. And I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, you picked Heavy D, Don't Curse Over, such and such, or whatever. And I'll be like, yeah, I did. Because I don't think Heavy D gets enough love. And like I said, there is a all-star cast of MCs on this song and I love the song it's a dope ass song and uh yeah that's where we're at with that and that's gonna bring us to number four and number four four is a song that probably should be and I hope it's on a lot of people's posse cut not only because of again the all-star lineup but it's just to me it's in a very important song in hip-hop and there's a reason why it was made and that song is called self-destruction from the stop the violence movement now i picked this song like i said because of the importance so real briefly KRS-One is the 
MC that put together the Stop the Violent Movement and got these MCs together to make this song. And the song is about stopping black-on-black crime and just crime in general, um, but mostly black-on-black crime. And what sparked it is KRS-One's DJ, Scott LaRock, had been murdered. And then shortly after that, at a show, someone had been killed at a KRS-One show. And that's what sparked this and Karis one calls himself the teacher. He's always been, um, I mean, very involved with, you know, teaching the youth, teaching, you know, black history and, you know, very big into, you know, peace. But, you know, Karis one was also a hardcore ass artist. He was, but he, he believed in, you know, battling MC wise, you know, like not that, he didn't do his own shit back in the day, but this is what really sparked him. He was already a conscious rapper, and this is what made him go out and get these guys to do this song. So here's the lineup of the MCs on this song, and there is a lineup. Short verses, but it's a lineup. So it starts with KRS-One, um, pretty much introducing what this whole song is about, you know. Uh, the topic is self-destruction and kind of setting it off. Uh, Karis One's verse is, I mean, Karis One always kicks a dope verse, but his verse is more of like setting it up to basically pass it on to the next guys. Uh, so the second guy is MC Delight from Stetsasonic. Um, and um, again, you know, a lot of these verses are short, but they're all touching on the same thing. Um that even MC Delight says in his verse, you know, MC Delight here to state the bottom line, that black-on-black crime was way before our time, you know? So they all stick to a certain theme, and the cool thing about the beat is is that for every MC that raps, in the background or somehow into the song is like a beat from the song they're known for, you know? And um, so I think that's pretty cool uh, in the song personally like every MC that comes up um after MC Delight is another conscious rapper a straight legend um Cool Mo D and Cool Mo D's verse is short but man it's he he he's got a line in here that's just fucking sick and that line that he gets done with and it gives me goosebumps, and I, I I don't know, it's just, it's a short line, but it might be one of the most realest lines in hip-hop ever. He ends it by saying, I never ever la- I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan, and I shouldn't have to run from a black man, because that's, and the hook comes in, self-destruction. And that's what the hook is. The hook is just the group saying self-destruction over and over till the you know, next guy comes in. Um, next after that, we got MC light. Um, MC light is one of the dopest female MCs ever. And, uh, her verse is fresh, super dope. Um, she passes it on to daddy. O, um, and wise also from Stetsasonic. So Stetsasonic is the whole group is on this song. They're just not all together. Daddy O and wise, they go on together 
and I really like Daddy Owen Wise's verse. They do this back and forth type thing, and like that's that's Sonic was known for, at least you know, um, Daddy Owen Wise were known for, and their verse is a standout verse on this song to me. Um, I very much uh, like that so- like that verse from those two. After that is D Nice. Um, D Nice's verse, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a good verse, but I can tell you right now, it's definitely not my top verse off of the song. But there's really nothing wrong with it. Again, this song is so good and so deep and catchy that all the verses are good. It's just some, you know, some outshine others. And uh, the next one is one of those lines, one of those verses. So after D Nice, Miss Melody comes in. And uh, <clears throat> Miss Melody also has a line at the beginning that I love. Now, Miss Melody was Karis One's wife at the time. Um, very influential in hip hop. And she comes in by saying, I'm Miss Melody and I'm a born again rebel. Rebel. And um, vi- violence and rap must cease, you know. Um, I really like Miss Melody's verse. I like her voice. She's smooth. Um, and definitely another standout verse. The next one from Dougie Fresh is also a standout verse, but I I like it because he's kicking the beatbox, and I, I'm a big Dougie Fresh fan. So, I mean, Dougie Fresh never really gets the most lyrical, but, I mean, he's not called the world's greatest entertainer for nothing, you know. Dougie Fresh is dope. His verse is dope. Busts into the chorus after that. And then we bounce back with Just Ice. Now, this is a big thing for Just Ice to be on this song because Just Ice even starts it by saying, I was known as the gangsta. Um, Just Ice was a, a hardcore, you know, before it was hardcore. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you've seen the Wu-Tang American Saga series there's that scene where Riza at the time Prince Rakim is doing a show and Just Ice steps to him because he's like what do you know about the five percent because basically he was calling him out and Jizza had to save him um and then it just shows that Just Ice gets what he wants because uh Prince Rakim couldn't get the sound man to get the sound right and uh at the end of that little clip in that show uh you hear just ice being like yo sound guy fix my fucking sound and then homeboy fixes his sound and uh yeah so just ice being on this song um is a pretty big deal and he even says like i said known to be the gangsta um but the time is the time is now to unite um so just Ice verse is very short, um, but to the point and very good MC to have on this song with the cast. And like I said, we have quite a cast on this song. Next up, making a second appearance in the top five uh, posse cuts, we got Heavy D. That's right. Heavy D uh, is also in another posse cut song that I love. Imagine that. Um, Heavy D's verse, one of the best on the, on the whole, on the whole, uh, song. And that's not me even being biased cause I love Heavy D, but 
Heavy D's flow is always so good. And uh, he comes in with his flow, and he's uh, he's just, yeah, you know, he's got the line where it comes in and it starts playing. Like I said, remember, it plays a beat from the artist in the background, like one of their songs. So even though Self-Destruction is a song in its own and it's got its own beat, every time an MC comes in, their most known song at the time plays. So in the background, they have the horn loop from his song, The Overweight Lover. And uh, so that's going on. And Hev's just kicking facts, you know, uh, doing his thing. Um, definitely one of the best verses on the song, Heavy D. After that, we got the last member of Stetsasonic, um, Fru Kwan. Um, Fru Kwan's verse is really good. Um, it's, it's still one of those middle verses, and I still think it gets overshadowed by the other ones. And But there's nothing wrong with it, you know? Once again, like I said, each verse is kicking knowledge, and uh, it, it, they all stick on the same topic obviously like you know stop the violence it's self-destruction fruquan's verse no different than the others it's a good verse but it ain't one of my top ones i'll just tell you that right now again (laughs) and then we end and it's a perfect way to end the song we end with chuck d and flavor flay of public enemy um which had to be on this song because uh you know public enemy is probably the most influential hip-hop group chuck d is probably the most influential mc ever there's a reason why this podcast is named bring the noise uh public enemy is the most important hip-hop group to ever come through uh i'll stand behind that 100 percent. so at the end of the song we got chuck d kicking knowledge doing it chuck d style in the background, you can hear a little bit of Fight the Power beat playing. Um, yeah, it's just a perfect way to end the song. And like I said, a lot of MCs on this song, guys. A lot. Um, and everyone knows KRS-One is my favorite artist. If you don't know, well, now you do know. Um, but his, uh, his uh, verse is not my top, actually. So if I'm going to go with a top three like I did before and break it down to one, um, you got to have Heavy D, Heavy D's verse on there. Um, You got to have Chuck D, I believe. To me, uh, Chuck D and Flava Flav's verse was spectacular, phenomenal. And then uh, as dope as Daddy-O and Wise were and MC Light and Miss Melody, um... Cool Modi uh, would round that out. And to break it down to one, it's really it's really quite easy for me, and it always has been because the line has always stood out to me, and his verse has always stood out to me. Cool Modi um, it definitely gets the best verse on this song, hands down. And simply for the line... I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan and I shouldn't have to run from a black man. And the way Mo D says it, I don't know, like I said, it's just it, it uh, it's just such it's so good. I mean, it's such a good line, so truthful, and it's just it's a powerful line. And coming from Cool Mo D, who's a powerful MC, like 
Yeah, it's dope. And Modi gets that, gets that one for sure. No doubt about it. Now, that brings me to, oh shit, before I move on, let's play Cool Modi's verse from Self Destruction Posse Cut number four. Hit it. Took a brother's life with a knife as his wife cried because he died of trifling death when he left his very last breath. Was I slept, so watch your step. Back in the 60s, our brothers and sisters were hanged. How could you gang bang? I never ever ran from the Ku Klux Klan, and I shouldn't have to run from a black man because that's self destruction. Yo, see what I say? See what I'm saying? See it? Hear it? Feel it? Yeah. That's a powerful ass verse right there. Mo D, the legend, another underrated MC that gets forgotten about to New Day. I mean, anyone that knows hip hop, they, I mean, Mo D, they know what Mo D's about. But I mean, Mo D's really old school. So some people, they can't, you know, they'll even say to me, yeah, I mean, the guy's kicking lyrics. It's just, you know, his voice and such, or it's too old and, but they respect what Modi was about. Me, I can listen to Modi all day. I don't, I don't know what the fuck uh, the rest of y'all talking about. <laughs> but uh, um, Modi takes it on that one uh, for that posse cut of self destruction from the Stop the Violence movement. That's gonna bring me in number three, and number three uh, should be no surprise. Some people might be like, "You have this one as number three? and I'll be like, "Yeah, I do." And that number three is the Flavor In Your Ear remix from Craig Mack. Um, I don't really think I need to say anything more other than that. I could just leave it right at that because Flavor In Your Ear is one of the most recognizable beats, songs. I guarantee you everyone has heard Flavor In Your Ear. Um, And... uh, the remix version um, is just, it, it, that's the posse cut. It's the remix. And it's got Biggie, Craig Mack, Rampage, LL Cool J, and Busta Rhymes. Um, so that when I say Biggie's on it, that should be enough. Then when I say LL's on there, Busta's on there, you know, that mean, come on now. And you already know Craig Mack's coming with it because it's his song to begin with, Flavin Year. Um, This is, always has been and always will be one of the greatest hip-hop songs ever created, one of the greatest beats ever created from Easy Mo B, who's a monster in the industry in the 90s. Um, And we'll have a whole separate episode on Mo B because... uh, we could be here for a while if I was to go off on a tangent on Easy Mo B and all the producing that he's done. Um, anyway, so the original Flavin Year came out in 94. Um, but this is the remix that, you know, Bad Boy really liked to uh, do their remixes. So <laughs> they did one. Um, so like I said, verse number one is Biggie. And, uh, dude, I mean, do I need to say any more? It's Biggie. Biggie Smalls, yo. Uh, he starts it off by literally saying, 
Brothers is mad. I get more butt than ashtrays. What? What? You, I, dude. I remember the first time I heard that. I mean, I already loved the beat. When I really started to get into lyrics, just that one alone, I was like, damn, dude. All right. Now, the story behind this is that apparently Craig Mack and Biggie were beefing, and apparently their verses are supposed to be battling each other. Or at least that's the that's the uh, tale that is said. So if so, I mean, both their verses do sound like battle raps no doubt about it but uh um biggie's verse is just i mean it's classic biggie it's fucking lyrical he got punchlines you know don't be mad ups is hiring you know you should have been a cop fuck hip-hop with that freestyle you're bound to get dropped and uh even behind that i think the story is is that he's dissing craig max freestyle on yo mtv raps the last show but I might be wrong. That's just my speculation uh, on that. But um, anyway, you start off the remix. I mean, the the original was already dope, which was just Craig Mack. But you started off with Biggie just like that. I mean, damn, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's good. It's some good shit. Um, and then uh, we hit the chorus, you know. Here comes a brand new flavor in your ear. Time for new flavor in your ear. I mean, y'all know. Y'all know what it is. And when I play that clip, y'all know if you don't. (laughs) But uh, hits the chorus, and then comes in Craig Mack. Now, again, if they're battling, we got ourselves a battle on hands. uh, Because Craig Mack comes with the heat. Um, And he starts it off with just a fucking sick line, the same as Biggie. Word up, don't rap no crap, you bore me. Wanna grab my dick, too lazy, hold it for me. Again, dude, that's one of those lines that make you, you know, oh shit, you know, like that, to me, I, that, I, I love that line, I love that line. Um, and I've always been a Craig Mack fan, so like, I mean, I know his outrageous flavor, you know, style. Um, it's, it's dope, but I think this is one of his best verses, uh, um, you know, he's got the other line in there. Your album couldn't fuck with one line, you know? Um, but yeah, it's a dope verse to me. It's right on par with Biggie's, uh, right on par with it. Um, definitely you start this, you start the song off with those two coming in like that. Um, number three, we got Rampage's verse. Rampage kicks a hell of a verse, uh, to, A hip-hop head, um, Rampage's verse is dope. I mean, it's a good verse. It's a good in-the-middle verse, too, after those two. Um, I think he holds his own. Uh, Do I think it's up to par with Biggie or Craig Max? Like, no. But uh, maybe if those two wouldn't have went before him, he might have, you know. His verse would have started the song off good, too, but... Um, to me, it's perfect right where it's at. And that's what also makes a good posse cut is the lineup where everyone's at. And, uh, this one nails it. Uh, Rampage comes in, um, you know, in the video, he's got a cool, uh, verse where he says, I'm going in my knapsack with my gat, take off my hat. Yes, I'm just cool like that. 
Uh, when he says, I'm just cool like that in the video, Diggable Planets is nodding. Uh, and anyone knows Diggable Planets in their hit song, I'm cool like that. Uh, but the video had tons of MCs just making cameos anyway, um, which a lot of a lot of rappers did back in the day. But uh, yeah, um, Rampage anyway, he 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 kills it. He does great, which is why this again. If I'm gonna have a top five posse cut, best believe every MC murders their verse. It's just a matter of who did it better. Um, after that, we got LL Cool J. Um, now, anybody knows LL knows LL can spit. Don't ever doubt that LL can spit some vicious lyrics. But LL's always been a transcendent MC. That's why he's lasted as long as he has. Um, he, you know, he can kick a rugged-ass freestyle, and then he can have a radio hit the next day where the lyrics, you know, you might not be blown away by his lyrics, but you're like, man, this shit's catchy. It's going to be a hit. That's what LL Cool J's verse is on this particular song. It's not the most lyrical. It's nothing really like crazy, but it's smooth. It's, you know, laid back like LL gets. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good verse. It's up there with uh, one of the best just because it's LL, and, and he he, uh, he nails it. Um, again, there's not too many uh, quote. I mean, well, yeah, he does have quotables on here. I mean, he's made full hooks out of some songs that he had a verse, you know, aligned to, like Hollis to Hollywood, but is he good? I guess like the jeans, you know. Um, that's, a, that's a slick verse, uh, but... You know, and then at the end, uh, word to mama, atunka sapurana, electrocuta, barracuda, I'm here to bring the drama, you know, like, but he says it so slick. And uh, that's why I, I think a lot of people, if they're not going by lyrics and listening to like who ripped it the best, I don't see any reason why LL Cool J wouldn't be a lot of people's top verse just because of how catchy and how smooth it is. Um, and then we end it. With the man himself, who is known for ending posse cuts, uh, we got Buster Rhymes. Now, Buster Rhymes is outrageous on this song, like he usually is. Um, but you know, he he uh, comes in, you know, literally doing his Buster, you know, s screaming type shit. You know, the flavors in your ass grease. You know, like just talking. You know, doing doing Buster Rhymes shit. Um, but he, he fucking rips it like he usually does. And that's, what's beautiful about Busta is like, don't nobody have a style like Busta Rhymes. Like only Busta Rhymes can do something like, you know, just be yelling on the, on the mic. But I mean, he's, he's, he killed his verse. Like, no, they ain't, ain't no doubt about it. Again, I think a lot of people would pick Busta Rhymes as their best verse. Like, especially Busta Rhymes fans. Like, um, 100%. Um, you know, and he's got some good lines in, in the, in the verse, you know, like, uh, but anyway, yeah, Buster Rhymes kills it. And that, obviously this song is a little bit, uh, smaller than the other posse cuts, but a posse cut nonetheless. Um, so if I'm going to break this bitch down to three, um, but I, 
If I had to break it down to three, no disrespect to Buster Rhymes, but his verse is not my favorite on the song. Um, I just think everybody else really killed it. Not saying Buster Rhymes didn't kill it. Like I said, if I'm picking a posse cut, they all kill it. But uh, my top three would actually probably be, um, if we're just talking about ripping, but... Yeah, but we're not just talking about ripping. So here's my top three. I got LL, Craig Mack, Biggie. So that should be no surprise. Maybe somebody would have had Bust in over LL or Rampage over in on LL. But I guarantee you everyone's probably going to pick at least Craig Mack and Biggie in their top three. And now here's where it gets dicey, you know, because I'm going to count I'm already going to tell you, you know I'm going with either Biggie or Craig Mack. So, LL, you made the top three, but you out. And it gets dicey here, man, because, oh, I love the way Biggie starts this verse. Fucking love how he comes in and he just has the metaphors, you know, like, uh, uh, it's just good. It's good shit, you know, not from Houston, but I rap a lot, you know, pack the gat a lot. Um, And it's, you know... Biggie's just a fucking lyrical giant. But Craig Mack kicked probably one of the best verses he's ever kicked. And uh, it's honestly, it's almost like a draw for me on who I pick. I go back and forth a lot. Like, I'll pick Biggie. The other day I listened to it again in preparation for this uh, podcast. And I've been listening to it a lot, obviously. And then there's, like, the other day I was like, man, I got to pick Craig Mack. Got to pick him, you know? Then I listened to it yesterday, and I'm like, Biggie. And now here I am recording this, and I'm not really sure who to pick. But um, contrary to what a lot of people are probably going to think, I'm going to pick Craig Mack. Um, Like I said, his shit had me laughing. It had me you know, geeking and had me fucking being like, oh shit, you know, like, not that Biggie's didn't. I mean, like, it's neck and neck. Like, there's like a millimeter separating who I have as number one um, for best verse on the song. And, uh, yeah. But that's who I'm going with today. You know, ask me two weeks from now, it'll probably be Biggie. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. We gonna do that. So, on that note, we're going to kick it. Craig Max verse, flavor in your ear, posse cut, kick that shit. Word up, no rap, no crap, you bore me. One to grab my dick, too lazy, hold it for me. I'm straight, that great, bust the head straight and dreads, I'm everlasting. Like it's so on pro a tech nine, when I rhyme, plus I climb, word is mine. Your album couldn't fuck with one line. It's been three years since your last year, but now I reappear, your heart pumps fear. See what I'm saying, though? And I mean, by all means, go listen to the song and you tell me. You tell me who you think had better between those two or between everybody because a lot of people are going to be like, how the fuck did you pick Craig Mack over Biggie? Uh, Shit, I don't know, man. That's just how I'm feeling today. But uh, don't kill me for picking him because Craig Mack's a fucking legend, too. But uh, rest in peace to Craig Mack and Biggie. Um... But that's what I'm going with. (laughs) Number two, 
We're just going to move on. That's why I'm going with Flavin Year and number three, Craig Mack. All right? So, number two. Should be to no surprise. I'm sure a lot of people have been waiting. Like, where is it at? Because it is one of the greatest, if not the greatest posse cut of all time. And I'm talking about what's the scenario from a tribe called Quest featuring leaders of the new school. So, Heavy D was in two of my five of my top five posse cuts. Well, Buster Rhymes is also in two of my top five posse cuts. Imagine that. But this song should be on everybody's top five posse cut. I don't know how it can't be, honestly. Even if you don't listen to old school hip hop, um, you know what what's the scenario. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, you know what it is. You've heard it. It's been on movies. It's been on video games. It's a big song. Um, and so it starts off with Fife Diggy. Rest in peace, Fife Dog. Man, there's way too many MCs that have passed away. Way too many. Um, but yo, rest in peace, Fife. He starts it off, and Fife Dog starts the... I mean, first off, let's just say, how can I explain this beat? It's just pure energy. Like, the beat comes in, and anybody who knows Leaders of the New School, like I said on another episode of my podcast, I think the Trends of Culture one, they, to me, are the king of the dub yell. And, you know, like where the whole posse comes in and yells, you know. Well, that's what the hook is on this. It's all of them, here we go, yo, here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and it's dope. It's a dope-ass song. I mean, in general, not even just Posse Cut. I probably have What's the Scenario in, like, my top fucking ten songs of all time, straight up. It's that good. It's a bomb-ass song. Um, yeah, I say bomb. What up it? Uh, yo, but Fife comes in with the Bo knows this and Bo knows that, but Bo don't, don't know Jack because Bo can't rap. You know what I'm saying? Uh Anyone who knows Bo Jackson, that used to be his, uh, you know, for anybody who's young, like, what the fuck does that mean? Bo Jackson, Bo knows. Uh, go look up Bo Jackson, hell of a fucking athlete. Um, Fife Dog rips this fucking, his verse. Anybody who knows Fife Dog, he gets overshadowed by Q-Tip a lot, but uh, Fife's got the rhymes. I'm telling you right now. Um, you know, he's got... Uh, he also he he also has a rhyme in this that's just to me it's funny it's witty it's gross too like it's just but fife dog he don't fuck around uh his verse is i bust a nut inside your eye to show you where i come from what for real did you hear what i say i bust a nut inside your eye to show you where i come from that's fucking genius and gross and hilarious all at the same time. I mean, I, that, again, that's another line that'll make people go like, oh, shit, you know? Um, yeah, Fife Dog, I mean, what a way to start the song off. Like I said, pure energy. The beat's pure energy, the, the, the hook. And Fife just comes in just fucking ripping it. And then we get to verse two, and it just continues to climb. We got Charlie Brown from Leaders of the New School, and Charlie Brown has a very distinctive voice in hip-hop. Um, again, 
there there was talks that I've read and researched on that leaders of the new school, uh, when they broke up, I mean, like, they broke up because Charlie Brown wanted to be the main guy in the group, and Buster Rhymes was getting a lot of shine. And, you know, I think, I don't really know what happened. That's, that's probably have to be another episode another time. But uh, Charlie Brown never ended up really having a solo career at all. And it's a damn shame because uh, Charlie Brown was probably my favorite from Leaders of the New School. Usually when it was his time to, his verse on any uh, song on the two albums Leaders of the New School had, I was usually pretty pumped and like definitely enjoying Charlie Brown's verse. Uh, well, that's exactly how it is on this song too. Uh, Charlie Brown's verse is dope. You know, he comes in, he's got the intro, you know, Brown, uh, and uh, he, he's, he's a witty MC too. Um, you know, he's got the, he, I think he's got one of the more quotable um, in this one that I think a lot of people from a mainstream point of view i think they quote charlie brown a lot you know the ripping and romping new york north kakalaka and compton you know like uh, and the way his voice does it like i don't do it any justice but the way he he comes in and rips it um is dope and then we go to dinko d uh dinko gets definitely overshadowed on this and rightfully so uh dinko d's a hell of an mc a solid mc um but compared to Fife, uh, compared to Busta, Q-Tip, and Charlie Brown, he's just he's really not on their level. And again, it's not a slight because I mean Dinko D's a dope ass MC, and on some songs he does do better than uh, Busta Rhymes and Charlie Brown. Um, but Busta Rhymes and Charlie Brown were just so animated that you know he was the kind of laid back, smooth, cool one in the group. Um, and that's kind of what he is on this uh, song too. But uh, his uh, he's got some clever wordplay in his verse too. Um, you know, he the way he spells his name at the end. You know, uh, the Dinko D incorporated the INC into a flow. You know, and he even ends it with uh, just yeah, just a flurry of words like it's a fist of fury. Um, yeah, Dinko D, he does his thing on here. Um, again, like I said, I think he gets overshadowed by everyone else, and I don't think his verse gets the appreciation it deserves because, uh, again, every time I listen back to the song, it is like a lull a little bit in the song because, you know, you started with Fife and then Charlie brought hella energy on it, and then Dinko kind of brings it down a bit, but not in a bad way. I just... I feel like a lot of people kind of just listen to his verse and don't really like listen to it, but uh, Dinko flips the script on his verse. Uh, definitely deserves so the attention. So when you listen to the song, um, make sure you pay attention to Dinko D's verse. Uh, after that, Q-Tip comes in. Um, Q-Tip kicks his little verse where there's a part where uh, Busta Rhymes comes in. They... I wouldn't say they really go back and forth, but well, yeah, I guess, yeah, sure they do. Uh, they have actually the way Busta ends his uh, verse in the middle of Q-Tips where he goes, uh, raise the levels of the boom inside the ear. Q-Tip comes in like, you know, I did it. And uh, Q-Tips always got that smooth. Uh, another uh, MC that has 
an authentic voice and definitely one of the most recognizable voices in hip hop is Q-Tip um, for sure. And then that brings us to the last verse, Busta himself. And um, if anybody ever watched the history of uh, hip hop evolution, uh, it's a series on Netflix, but uh, Busta talks about how um, Q-Tip told him like, you're going last on this song. And Buster Rhymes explains when he was writing his verse, like, you know, I felt like I was waiting for my turn, my turn. And he's like, the way I wrote my verse was like me, like elbowing people out of the way, like, oh, get out of my way. Like, let me come back, you know? And, um, that's kind of how Busta rips up in here, you know, uh, after Q-Tip gives him the go ahead. So here's Busta Rhymes with the scenario, um, Buster comes in like, watch as I combine the juice from the mind. Heal up, will up, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact, boom, you know, like the shit's just dope. Uh, and I mean, you can't help. I mean, when I listen to this song, every time Buster comes in, I find myself like whether I'm in my car, at home, whatever I'm doing, I just feel the energy start rising in me. Like I'm getting hype, you know, it's a great workout song too. Uh, especially when Busta comes, that's when you're gonna. That's when you want to go for your power lift right there. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, Busta Rhymes rips it, and he also has probably one of the most recognizable lines in the verse that uh, was even made into a song by Nicki Minaj. She literally used this as her hook. Uh, but Busta Rhymes comes in with the. Uh, when I travel through the town, I roll with the squadron, row, row, like a dungeon dragon. And obviously, I can't do it, so don't give me shit for that. But uh, <laughs> um, the dungeon dragon himself, you know, this is where it originated, right here on What's the Scenario. Um, but, I mean, and he just ends it like, like I said, you know, just ripping it. Buster Rhymes just ripping this ripping this beat and i just like that story that q-tip was like you know leaders of the new school were buster rhymes was young so like a tribe was already pretty solidified their first album was you know a hit their second this was on their second album and um so you know this was kind of like a tribe called quest helping out younger mcs those younger mcs so happened to be leaders of the new school and one of them happened to be Buster Rhymes and uh yeah Q-Tip gave him the green light you going last and Busta did not like he said he said Q-Tip threw him the alley-oop and all he had to do was dunk that shit well I'm here to tell you that uh he didn't just dunk it he might have broke the fucking backboard on that slam because Busta Rhymes ripped it um so yeah that brings me to who's gonna be my top verse and judging by how i just talked about all the verses you could probably take a good guess but we're gonna just have some fun anyway narrow it down to three so my three is definitely going to be fife dog charlie brown buster rhymes um and if i'm gonna break it down to two just because i like to do the top three that's just my thing but uh um if i'm gonna do a top two uh, Charlie Brown was dope. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he fucking ripped it. But um, Fife Dog, he did better. So I'm going to narrow it down to Fife Diggity and Buster Rhymes. And um, like I said, uh, Fife Dog, 
I mean, dude was ill. If it wasn't for Buster Rhymes, I probably would have put him as the best best verse. But uh, it's no contest. Buster Rhymes had the best verse on this whole song, on this posse cut. It was a destructive, um, just a destructive verse, and that's why he gets it. Buster Rhymes, what's the scenario? Um, there was a remix, and the remix is pretty fucking dope too. Um, but uh, it doesn't make my top five posse cuts. The original does just because of how dope it is. And uh, it's just, it's a fantastic song. So, yeah, on that note, here's Busta Rhymes with the scenario. Watch as I combine all the juice from the mind. Heal up, wheel up, bring it back, come rewind. Powerful impact, boom, from the cannon. Now bragging, try to reap a mind, just imagine. Both can't build, there is necessary. When digging in the my library, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Eating I don't stew like the one pizza toss. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, all over the track, man. Oh, uh, pardon me, oh, uh, as I come back. As I did the girl, I had to beg your pardon. When I travel through the turn, I roll with the squadron. Yo, like I said, fucking rips it. I mean, just, ugh. But go listen to this song if you haven't heard this song because you're in for a treat because it is one of the best hip-hop songs of all time. It is one of the top five posse cuts in all time of all time. Um, It's number two for me, though. And I'm going to tell you why it's number two. Because my number one is possibly one of the most influential posse cuts um, one of the most known posse cuts in hip hop and one of those original posse cuts. Uh, to me, it's, uh, it kind of, I, it's definitely not the first posse cut ever, but I really feel like this is what set the stage to really try to outdo each other when MCs got on, you know, as, as opposed to just, you know, kicking a verse and doing, you know, whatever. But, um, my number one is a little song that's called The Symphony. And uh, it's produced by a pretty well-known producer named Marley Mall. Um, part of the Juice Crew. Uh, and it's off of his In Control Volume 1 album. The Symphony, like I said, anyone who knows hip-hop, they know The Symphony. It is one of the most quotable songs ever. The beat is uh, just something magnificent. And the MCs featured on it are MC, Ma- I'm sorry, MC, Master Ace, Craig G, Cool G Rap, and Big Daddy Kane. And just like Heavy D and Buster Rhymes, guess who makes an appearance on the top five posse cuts twice? Well, Cool G Rap and Big Daddy Kane are there again. So think about who I got that's repeat uh, people on this uh, top five. I got Busta Rhymes, arguably top 10 MC. You got Heavy D. I'll argue with anybody that he's a top 10 MC. Uh, And then you got Big Daddy Kane and Cool G Rap. um, And it's not arguable. Those are top 10 MCs right there. That's, that's, uh, you can't argue that. Um, So... Which starts off with Master Ace. Well, first it starts off with Marley Mall saying, I don't care who's first or who's last, but I know y'all better just rock this at the drop of a dime, baby. Um, and then the beat comes in. Uh, got that uh, piano sample. 
um, kind of, and the, the video was a very West, they did like a Western theme, like each MC would walk in the bar, you know, like it was a fight about to break out. So not only is the song dope, but, uh, I mean, the, the music video is dope too. And like I said, verse one is master ace. Now the story behind this, and a lot of people probably know this, but if you don't, Master Ace was a very new young member of the Juice Crew. Granted, a lot of MCs on this song were new. I mean, this was kind of like, uh, you know, the the newest members of the Juice Crew because Big Daddy Kane was pretty new. Cool G Rap was new and Craig G and Master Ace were new. But Master Ace was the probably the, the, the newest. Um, he wasn't even supposed to be on the song. Basically... From what Master Ace says, and this is coming from his point of how the song got made, uh, Craig G and Big Daddy and Cool G Rap were in the studio, and Marley Mall was like, all right, who wants to go first? And nobody wanted to go first. They all wanted to see what the other one had. Nobody wanted to set it off. So Marley was like, all right, well, Ace, why don't you, why don't you jump on the mic, warm it up, and, you know, just kind of spit something, get these guys like kind of in motion, you know? So Ace is like, got it. Um, this is probably what set Master Ace's career in full spin because, uh, Master Ace rips this verse. Um, like I said, he comes in, listen closely. See your attention's undivided. Many in the past have tried to do what I did. You know, just the way I came off then I'm going to come off. Stronger and longer, even with the drum off. Um, and the way he spits it is just, it's so good. So smooth, so dope. Um, like I said, Ace is a dope MC in general. I love Master Ace. I got into Master Ace in his uh, Master Ace uh, Incorporated group. But um, when I went back to check out his old shit, this was definitely one of the first songs that came up and I was like yeah yeah this is dope um you know some of the quotables uh that he's gotten here um you know there's a sign at the door no biting allowed uh you know it's just he's he's a clever MC he always has been a clever MC and uh he definitely does his thing and after this verse, basically, they were like, fuck it, we're going to keep it because you killed it. And that's how Master Ace ended up on the song. Um, and that's from him his, him personally. Um, so that's that's always a, a little side note I wanted to add to it because I just think that's always cool how this song came about and how Master Ace, by chance, by luck, got to be on this classic hip-hop song. Um and he ripped it. He knew it was like his chance. So he's like, all right, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to get on this and fucking rip it. Um, so when they end their verse, they go next up. And then the next MC will say, yo, I believe that's me. And then uh, the last guy that raps. So on this case, Master Ace ends and says, next up, Craig G says, yo, I believe that's me. Ace says, Craig G light up the mic for the symphony. Craig G now comes in. Uh, Craig G is a dope MC, definitely very prominent in the Juice crew. Um, a lot of people, I think, will say Craig G's verse isn't as good as Master Ace's. 
And I would agree with that. I think Ace's verse was uh, better than Craig G. Um, but he does have a very, uh, he has a line on here that a lot of MCs have sampled. Um, and that's where he, he, uh, he hums, he goes, mm, 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 ain't that something, you know? Uh, I mean, Bismarck, he sampled it. So many MCs have sampled that, mm, 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 ain't it something, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, Craig G does this thing. Um, he's got some quotables in here for sure. Um, you know, don't even sleep. Try not to keep your eyes closed. Because if you do, when you awaken, your so-called spot will be taken. You know, like, uh, he's just, you know, he's smooth with it. He's dope with it. Um, Craig G definitely does his thing on here. Like I said, I think Ace did better. But uh, Craig G definitely cemented his spot in hip-hop with this verse. I mean, he has a body of work, but... To me, this is when someone says, if someone was to say to me, yo, play me something from Craig G, I'd, I'd play you this verse. But um, yeah, that brings us to the man himself, Cool G Rap. Now, G Rap already got best verse on Don't Curse, so he's back for another one again. Um, and rightfully so, because the thing I like about this song is, he, you know, the, the usually um the verses I okay so i said ace's verse is better than craig g but then cool g rap comes in and uh he just fucking dismantles this whole this whole song i mean uh he basically knocks the other two out of the water and when you listen to the song you're really just kind of listening to get to g rap and big daddy's part um, and they don't disappoint. G-Rap comes in uh, with his flow that he's got, his fucking griminess, you know. Um, and, you know, he's got uh, he's got some dope-ass lines on here. Obviously, he's got the, the one line, your metaphor sucks more than a whore, you know, like, come on now. At, I know, like, some will say, oh, well, that that doesn't sound like that great of a metaphor. Remember, this is 1988, so, you know... That metaphor is pretty fucking slick. I still think it's slick, and the the it's all about the delivery too, obviously. But uh, um, G rap, he just gets straight G on this. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. But like, um, yeah, definitely one of the top tier MCs in the game, and uh, this is also what made people like, damn. G-Rap fucking killed this shit. Like, how is anybody gonna gonna try to fucking beat this? Um, well, then he introduces the next guy. Next up, I believe that's me. Big Daddy Kane, get on the mic for the symphony. Um, I'm just gonna tell you right now, uh, my top three MCs of all time, Big, uh, Big Daddy Kane is in there. Top three, no doubt about it. And if you don't have Big Daddy or Cool G Rap in your top ten, I dare I even say top five, uh, you're bugging, because um, they should definitely be in your top ten. No, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's fucking Cool G Rap and Big Daddy Kane. Um, but this this uh, this verse from Big Daddy Kane is fucking ill. I mean, he comes in with his Big Daddy flow, you know, setting it off, letting it off, beginning rough to the ending. You never been in, you know. He's got his just the the way Big Daddy can 
twist rhymes and flow. You know, Big Daddy Kane is one of the best, you know, just metaphor MCs, uh, just flowing, you know, fast, slow. A Big Daddy Kane could do it all. Um, and just like with self-destruction, when I told you that uh, um, Cool Mo D had that one line that just, just that line alone gave him that victory, Big Daddy Kane has a line in this song in his verse that is just so good. It's so funny. It's so witty that I, it's just, you know, it just steals the show. It really does. And anybody who knows this song, they go back and forth. Who, who had the best verse? Cool G rapper, big daddy Kane, cool G rapper, big daddy Kane. Uh, the general consensus to me is going to be big daddy Kane. And it's because of this line right here. And battling me is hazardous to health, so put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself. Think about that shit for a second, guys. Put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself. That's one of the dopest fucking lines in hip-hop ever uttered, ever spit. I mean, okay, so I'm showing my girlfriend again the other day this song. And I told her, you, you tell me who you think had the best verse because I already knew who I had I just kind of wanted to get another perspective so she's listening she's listening it gets to that point now, I'm waiting for a reaction he goes you know I put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself now she doesn't move at first the verse gets a little bit further in now Big Daddy's not done yet and all of a sudden she goes hold on hold on a second hold up did I hear this correctly did he just say put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself? And I immediately was like, there it is. I was like, yes, yes, he did. She started laughing. Like that line alone is such a good, ah, such a good line. Put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself like a game at the arcade. Ah, uh, I'm walking the path that Allah made, you know? Oh, Big Daddy killed this song and started basically his journey into being one of the greatest MCs of all time. Um, and so I'm not even going to pick it, you know, oh, fuck it. I'll pick a top three for the hell of it. You already know what it is. Ace, Cool G Rap, Big Daddy Kane. I don't really think I need to go into too much of being like, oh, gee, who do I think got? No, Big Daddy Kane had the best verse on this on this song because of that line alone right there. Come on now. Even G Rap admitted it. At the Cold Chillin' um, reunion, they asked him about it, and he said, you know, I thought I had it, you know, with my with my metaphor, your metaphor sucks more than a whore. He's like, then I heard his verse, and I heard, man, he's like, this man just said, put a quarter in your ass because you played yourself. He's like, I knew right then. So even G-Rap admits, nah, Big Daddy had the best, best verse. And yeah, it's... I I agree. Big Daddy Kane had the best verse on the symphony posse cut. One of the most iconic posse cuts, original posse cuts. And that's why it's my number one posse cut because of the influence this song had on hip hop in general and to launch the careers of so many dope MCs that went on to have such successful careers. Um, that's why it's number one to me. And on that note, let's hear 
the Big Daddy Kane, the symphony. There at the party, the mic had my prints, and on it was a party. So take caution, I'm not horsing around in a throwdown clown, I'm taking your son. So just acknowledge the way that I kicked it, cause a rap was a house, you'd be evicted. And dismissed from the microphone, choking on a bone, cause daddy's home. And babbling me, it's hazardous to help, so put a quarter in your ass, cause you played yourself like a game in the arcade. You need and there you have it, right there. One, two, and you don't stop. Put a cord in your ass because you played yourself. Uh, dope. And that's my that's my top five. That's my top five posse cuts right there. Don't curse. Heavy D. Um, self-destruction from the Stop the Violence movement. Flav in your ear remix. What's the scenario from a tribe? And uh, the symphony. It's... Uh, to me, that's a that's a solid top five. Um, some honorable mentions are four three two one from LL Cool J was very close to getting in um, over Don't Curse, but uh, I decided to go with Don't Curse um, anyway. But four three two one, that one was close. That one was close to being in there for sure. But um, in the end, that's my top five. I hope you enjoyed the, this episode of Bring the Noise Podcast. Make sure you click subscribe and like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Bring the Noise Podcast. I am Straight the Clipper and I'm Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, three.